Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And it is time for Second Half Now. We're very happy to welcome you to uh, this week's show. And uh, we have a whole bunch of um, podcasts up on our website at secondhalfnow.com. Lots and lots of shows up there. So go over there and uh, listen uh, to those under those five categories. We'll get to those in just a moment. But this is a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And this is where we discuss the things that matter to us, those of us who are in the 50-plus generation. So hi, I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented, I'm going to go back to saying that if you don't mind, Dr. Denise, and it is in person, Dr. Denise Hogan. Good to see you, Denise. How are you doing? Hi, Dan. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. And I'm excited about today's show because we have something really special for our listeners today. And I want to ask you, like I ordinarily do, what's the good word for today? Dan, the good word for today is community. I like that. Yeah, community. I do too. I think yeah. everybody likes that right. word. It feels nice. <laughs> but, you know, we don't always do it that well. We like to talk about it. We like to say we are seeking after that. But... There's a lot of people who are in our community, however we describe that, who have desperate needs. Mm, for sure. Right? Yeah. And that's what we are going to be talking about today. And I think part of what we were saying before we started was that community is where people can actually reach out and help each other, particularly when there's crisis, when there's need, when there's a human suffering. And, uh, and, and we can form community by helping to address those needs and to love people in those well, crisis in actual, times. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we as believers, it's not just to feel good. Like, you know, like I'm saying that word, it feels right. good, to, good to use it and say we're part of one. But when the rubber hits the road, the Lord tells us to be a, a people, a people of God, which Ultimately, what that means is that we do look after each other and we take care of each other, even if each other is separated by a vast ocean. Which is the case now. We're going to go ahead with our introduction, because usually when we think about um, life uh, in our sphere, in our realm, we are talking about our community, our geographical community, or even in our country. But today we're going to go 9,000 miles away across an ocean and a couple of continents, and we're going to go to the African nation of Kenya. But we're not going to travel there because our guest today has traveled here. And uh, with us in studio today is a pastor who has planted 60 churches in five African countries and uh, has touched the lives of thousands of American people with the love and truth of Jesus. And we're going to meet him in just a moment. The title of today's show is God is at Work in Africa, What's Going On? So a little context first. We always want to put this at the beginning of our show because our mission is to help people get a grasp of their current situation. And we have five core topics that we deal with that really are the things that uh, people in this 50-plus generation uh, have 
uh, part of our existence. You know, these are our challenges. These are our opportunities. These are where we struggle. This is where we shine. And those five core topics, number one, home and family. Number two, health and wellness. Number three, budget and finances. Number four, heart and soul. And number five, work and purpose. And today, our guest and our show is going to fall into the category of heart and soul. What I mean by that is this is the the spiritual richness that we have. We're going to talk about spiritual things, particularly with a pastor who has planted so many churches and has touched the lives of thousands of people. So again, the title for today's show is God is at Work in Africa, What's Going On? Our special guest in studio today is Pastor Dan Amakobe from the African nation of Kenya. And I want to thank you, Pastor Dan, for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you so much. I feel honored to be here. We have two Pastor Dans in the studio today. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we have uh, talked ahead of time. Uh, I actually met Pastor Dan at a Christian Chamber of Commerce meeting, uh, what, two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been talking about coming on the show and telling the story because I'm uh, intrigued and excited about what God is doing because your culture, Pastor Dan, is different than ours, but the message is the same. The gospel is the same. God is the same in every continent and every culture. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about that. And I would like to begin just by telling uh, maybe briefly about your church planting in Africa. Tell us a little bit about uh, where those churches are and, and how you go about planting churches. Yeah, number one is uh, I have a very dynamic uh, team of prayer warriors. And um, we just don't go to a place that uh, um, we invade. When we go to a place, we hear God, and some of our churches are in places that uh, one of them is a place called Mulufu in Kenya, which means a place of death. Mm. And um, that certain place, you don't go there if you are not spiritually alert, because it is um, a lot of witch doctors that stay there. And so what happened is we hear God to for us to open a church. And then number two is we have people that go to our church and they say, when we go home, we want still to be going to Word of Life. So what will you do? So we put them on the list and pray about it. And when the Lord says, this is the time to go, we go there and buy property there and build a church there. And so when they are there, their families becomes the first uh, family members of that church. And you use the term word of life. That is the name of your church, right? Is that the uh, all of the churches are sort of under that umbrella of word of life? Yeah, what happened is um, we have different names as per the church. Like my uh, headquarter church is called the Arena of Miracles. Okay. And so even though it is the Arena of Miracles, we also it is under the umbrella of uh, word of life community churches which is has uh, churches in Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Rwanda, Somalia, and then very soon we'll be going to Sudan, southern Sudan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Those are some tough places, Dan. They're in the news. Yeah, it is. Life is tough in those countries. Yeah, like um, I want to tell you the one um, in Somalia, my current pastor there is a former Al-Qaeda guy who um, almost killed me twice. Oh, really? Uh, he's called Pastor Mohammed, and some of the people from this country have met him, and they always ask. He always asks the people whether I forgave him because he put me one night in a, a, a jail that was full of acid, and I said to stand the whole night there. But we've overcome them by loving them and telling them that Jesus died for those kind of stuff. 
And so today, one of our pastors in Somalia is called Pastor Mohammed. Pastor Mohammed. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. And you have lots of stories to tell because it's uh, the, so many. the the uh, mm-hmm. the spiritual atmosphere of that region, Kenya and the other countries, mm-hmm. is pretty tough. You were telling us earlier that um, uh, that the nation it, we were talking about Kenya, the nation is built on witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, what happened is I tell uh, all the people in America that they are privileged to be born here. Yes. Our reason being is because in America, the nation was built by the fathers of this nation under God. But in Africa, especially a country like Kenya, we the people that were trying to deliberate, to liberate the nation had to take the blood of um, the drink, they drank blood, and be able to make a covenant that we will not be able to go back. We have to go there and die because we have to kick the Britons out of our country. Mm-hmm. So our nation was built on a lot of witchcraft. And not only that, you will find out that on our national flag, there is um, three major colors. We have the green for the vegetation, we have the black for the people, and then we have red for the blood. Mm. So we're already waking up every child that is born under a curse from our forefathers. Yep. Boy, that really speaks to cultural mm. divisions, Dan. What it makes me think about here in our country is we actually have pockets where that kind of behavior is viewed as at the very minimum of fad. And for some, that is their religious practice here. But it goes under other names, but is heralded right. as good. Yeah. At least what we have, we can see happening in this conversation is that there's an acknowledgement that no, it is not. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, what kind of discussions do you have to have in your country with people to help them understand that it is not good to be visiting witch witches and to be using witchcraft? Number one, you need to know that um, uh, the Bible says if we worship other gods, I will bring a curse to the third and fourth generations. Mm-hmm. And so most people will be under a curse of even sins that they did not do. And it's really recorded well in the Bible. Even Jesus said that anybody that does something and he did not know, he shall receive a few whips. So there is no excuse in law. If you break any law, you are, you are able to be jailed for that, case, for that case. And so in Africa, most nations are built on witchcraft. And we struggle a lot with the powers of darkness because when that happens, God removes his hand. So anybody that is born is born under that kind of uh, atmosphere. And not only do the nation was born with witchcraft, also in Africa, everybody tries to protect his family. So the only protection is when you go to the best witch doctor, then you can protect um, your family with that. And so a lot of kids there grow up under that curse, uh, that spiritual powers of darkness. They can never see the light. Right. Yeah. So it's not only the generations before them that mm-hmm. have them in this condition, but they're actually learning right now in the present to engage in the same behaviors and mm-hmm. thereby cursing their own children and themselves. Yeah, it is, um, it is a major, major problem because um, if you come to Africa, not, not anybody 
everybody there knows about the powers of witchcraft. Right. And so the more powerful witch doctor you have, the more safer you will be able mm. to live longer. And so everybody tries to go to a witch doctor and see what the, law, uh, what the witch doctors can be able to do for them so that they can live and protect their families. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that is very common in the culture it for uh, parents to, uh, to find a witch doctor that they think can do the powers or whatever else to protect their family. Is that right? Yeah, that's very right. And what you need to also know that every witch doctor, there is a sacrifice. Um, for example, there are witch doctors that will tell you you have to bring a white a white chicken and then they slaughter it and they sprinkle blood on your head or something or sprinkle it on your life. They give you chumps to take at home and so, so that you protect your property. And because of that, a lot of people... They leave their village to go to downtown to look for a job. They don't get a job because they are cursed in the village and they're also cursed in the city. So they end up just struggling there and have suffering and having more problems until they find Christ. They suffer and die there. I'm really curious about this. Could you say some more about what it's like to live in a culture where uh, there's curse over the land and there's curse family to family, village to village? What is life like when when you're pursuing the the witch doctors and where there's a curse, the very recognizable power of an evil force? Number one, you need to know that um, um, the only thing that has <clears throat> helped many people is prayer because the witch doctors and witchcraft is real and tough. When I talk to people about witchcraft here, they just think about the witchcraft here, but the witchcraft there... If they say today uh, the whole area rain will rain and your farm will not be touched by a single rain, it won't rain there. They have the powers to control even the mm. rains. And if they say by, um, by evening today you'll be dead, you'll be dead. And so what happened is prayer is the only thing that has brought down the powers of darkness. And unless you find Christ, your life, your miserable life will continue. Wow. It's difficult yeah. Here, just having this information hit one's ears, yeah. covered by the blood of Christ, being a believer, knowing that I have the Holy Spirit protecting me, nevertheless, hearing you describe those conditions, I feel that darkness and the despair and hopelessness that must pervade the culture. Yeah, the culture there, that is the way and how people live, simply because um, the devil has blinded many minds there. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, everybody knows that witches are more powerful. And they're all over. You walk in the city, they have their signs. This is the best witch doctor This is the, for this, for that. And so they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you walk in the streets, you just have their signposts. Uh, there's a witch doctor and his phone number there, and so you go there. A lot of people go visit them. If you want to be in power, you visit them, and then you turn the people's hearts towards you. If you have a, a soccer team, uh, you want to win the, the tournament, you go there at night, they give you champs so that you can play better than the other people. So both of, everything there is around witch, witchcraft. There's a word you're using that I'm not quite understanding. You said they give you... Chomps? Or yes, yeah, it's a charm. Is, 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 charms? Is, is, oh, charms. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's a, some, a substance <clears throat> they give you. Sometimes they cut your body and put it inside there. Mm. 
And so you you go, sometimes you find people with three marks on their head here, some side of their head. You know, they visit a witch doctor. Some yeah. of them are in the back of their backs so that nobody knows. But a lot of people visit witch doctors in Africa. So witchcraft is not just a belief. There is real power in these these witch doctors and in that whole uh, I, that whole uh, powerful area spiritually. I'm, I'm looking at a passage here in Ephesians chapter 6. It says, uh, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. Does that passage apply to witchcraft? Yes, that applies a lot. Um, I will tell you that when we were opening our church in a place called Death, Though it was a battle between um, two people, between God and between um, the witch doctors. And they came to challenge us. And one of them said, you have to do a miracle and I can do a miracle for us to see whose God is powerful. And I said, you begin. He sat down on the ground, literally, and he went up in the air. I came close to him and rebuked that spirit. He fell on the ground. And that's when the witch doctors ran away and we delivered that city that day. I want to hear more about that exact story right after the break. Don't go away. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, 
We are back, and we're going to hear a little bit more about this amazing story that Pastor Dan is telling about. <clears throat> what I heard was the witch doctor uh, was levitating. Actually, he was raising the power of evil was raising him up off the ground. And then you rebuked that, and he came back to the ground. It's amazing. And I want to hear a little bit more about that, but we want to give a shout-out to our wonderful partners and sponsors. And they're the ones that make uh, the mission of this radio show possible. And uh, Denise has the list here, and we're going to say thanks to these folks. We sure are. And, you know, it, 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 certainly when, we're, when community is, is one of the themes we're working mm-hmm. on today, it's important to identify what a, what a wonderful community we have in the partners that support this show. These are, these, each of these businesses are represented by people who we know personally, and therefore we know that anyone with a need in these arenas can give them a call with confidence. And, the, and those partners that I want to make sure our audience hears about are Your Safe Money Solutions, Dan the Mortgage Man and First Priority Financial. We got a chance to talk with Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors just recently. And then there's Dream Tip, Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic. So uh, Mariko at Portland City Acupuncture, and then Eric Howard, we had a chance to chat with him the other day as well. And really love what Dr. Dan Miller is doing there at Beaverton Family Chiropractic with his Maximized Living Program. So thank you one and all. And what we want to add to that is uh, these people are not just uh, sponsors in the sense that, you know, paying the, the radio time and so forth. They understand the mission of this show, that uh, we are helping to bring valuable uh, information and inspiration to our listeners so that uh, the you folks out there can really understand that God is raising you up and has given you uh, talents and gifts and passions and uh, service uh, inclinations, and it, here we are halfway through at 50-plus. And uh, so that's these people, these sponsors, join us in that mission. Well, they do, and, and to get back to this idea of, uh, of a community, we all have needs, and then we all have talents and gifts for fulfilling needs. And that's what's really wonderful about getting to know this group of people is that we know what needs they fill well. And uh, but we're going to get back to our guest, Pastor Dan Amakobe from Kenya, where there are incredible needs, and those needs are of the highest order. They're spiritual needs, and boy, that takes the power of the good Lord Almighty to help with. Will you pick up where we left off, Pastor Dan? Yeah, um, I was just saying that um, one of the places that uh, we we speak. Um, is a city uh, in Kakamega at a place called Molufu, uh, which means a place of death. Only witches can live there. Incredible. Only witch doctors live there. Uh, The home that we stay, and I have a team that stay there, is one home that uh, is beautifully built. Nobody stays there because anybody that stays there dies. We've been staying there for the last 10 years, and we've never died. Oh, my. Because the power of God has been able to deliver the people. And so every day in life, um, life in Africa is a hard life because of the powers and powers of darkness that are overwhelmingly upon the people down there. 
And it really is a spiritual warfare. When we talk about spiritual warfare in the United States, we talk about some issues that we might be dealing with on a day-to-day basis for a period of time. But we don't very often get in touch and see how real this is day-to-day under a curse and with witchcraft and witch doctors and and all of that. I want to hear, Pastor Dan, about what you're doing to meet the needs of the people in your communities with your 60 churches and thousands of people. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to uh, do that on part two. And I say unfortunately, maybe I shouldn't say that because on part two, we're going to be able to uh, get more into that because I'm looking at a passage that says um, in James, it says, uh, this is pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. And we want to hear about your work among the orphans and the widows. And we are kind of grinning because there's a special arrangement that you have when you help uh, a widow. Uh, she gets something else um, when you help her start a business. So we're going to have to uh, wind this side down. We have some great shows coming up. We have uh, the folks from uh, Every Marriage Matters is coming in. We have Toby with Your Safe Money Solutions. Uh, we'll be here uh, pretty soon. In a couple of weeks, we have a great one on how to care for an aging loved one. This is a, a gal who wrote a book that has really gone uh, big time um, because there's such a need for that. All this and more right here on Second Half Now. So part one is right here on the air, and part two, they're both going to be on the website, secondhalfnow.com. We want to invite you to go over there and click on the, the logos and the business names. These are the folks that help us. Uh, bring this valuable information to you and uh, look around. They have the links. We'll go to their websites. And um, if you need more information about uh, about Pastor Dan Amakobe from Kenya, then you can go to our contact page on our website and just uh, mention his name or anything, and we'll know what you're trying to trying to ask, and uh, we can get you in touch with him. In fact, I'm going to, on part two, we're going to talk about how our listeners can actually bless and benefit people among your uh, churches, Pastor Dan, in Kenya and the other countries. Thank you. That will be okay with you? That will be very wonderful. Yes, okay. Thank you. That is what we're going to do. And we want to invite you to tune in every Monday at 5.30 because we have the half-hour on-air portion right here on KKPZ 1330. And then part two, along with all of our podcasts, I think, Denise, we've done... 60 or 70 shows. Something and, uh, like that. Yeah. It's quite amazing. And they're all just really good. Uh, you know, our job is to find good guests and to ask good questions. And so uh, Pastor Dan Amakobe is one of those good guests. And uh, we hope we're answering, uh, asking good questions because, uh, Pastor Dan, you have good answers. And what, what I appreciate it is bringing the power of God to the, to the places of darkness. And that's uh, so important for us as uh, Americans to understand what God is doing there. So... If you do have any questions or any suggestions about other guests or other topics or anybody that might be interested in joining our team and uh, helping to sponsor our show, we'd be happy to hear from you. Just uh, go to our website and go to the contact form, fill that out, and submit it. So, Also, if you would like to have a free CD of this show or any show, just call the KKPZ office at 503-242-1950. So we're going to talk about the work among the orphans and the widows and other things in the field of darkness there in uh, Kenya and your surrounding nations. Uh, We're going to continue the uh, topic, which is God is at work in Africa. What's going on? Thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show 
for boomers and beyonders. Let's continue our conversation with Pastor Dan Amakobe on part two of our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Christian and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome to part two of this uh, show, Second Half Now. The title of our show for today is God is at Work in Africa, What's Going On? I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And uh, this part of our show, this is part two, it's only available online, but of course, from anywhere in the world. A smartphone or a tablet or any kind of internet-connected device, a laptop, a, what's that old thing called, a desktop? <laughs> if anybody has any of those anymore, remember those? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we are in the middle of talking about Africa, and uh, when we were between uh, breaks here, we were uh, having a conversation with our with our guest, and uh, we uncovered some very, very powerful things that we want to talk about. So our guest in studio today is Pastor Dan Amakobe from Kenya. And again, the topic for today is God is at work in Africa. What's going on? So, Denise, how about uh, getting us back into that conversation with Pastor Dan? We, there's some amazing things that, that we want to talk about. Well, absolutely. The Some of the uh, stories, personal stories, Pastor Dan, that you have shared with us today are are phenomenal, really. But part of why they're phenomenal is because we in the United States of America, we are just so grounded in science and things like that. And those kinds of stories that Pastor Dan is sharing with us are those that are of a spiritual nature and spiritual darkness, as a matter of fact. And so you... Uh, read a scripture in the first half of the program, Dan, Dan, that I want to make sure we read again, because that's what Pastor Dan is going to be focusing on in the second half of the program, and that is the spiritual warfare that absolutely is key to the success that he and his team have had in planting those churches and bringing people out of terrible, terrible darkness. But for those of us in the United States listening, just remember it says right there in Ephesians 10, sorry, Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, 
take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and leaving and having done all to stand. So simply to stand against spiritual darkness, we better have a whole lot more than the science that we lean on so heavily here in this country. So Pastor Dan, I hope you will uh, unpack that for us. Help Help us understand how you folks do what you do in a place where the widows and the orphans and everybody struggles against such darkness. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, number one, you need to know, Paul writes and he says that uh, we are not punching the air. You must literally see who you are punching. And every place, everywhere you go, there is a territorial spirit. That's why even in the, in the, in the book of Revelation, um, when John was writing, he was saying to the angel of right. this place, because much as the devil tried to assign principalities, also God assigns princip- uh, uh, principalities. And for Americans, I tell people, the people that God has assigned is every believer. God has assigned you here as the angel to bring change. And so the best I always tell people and my team when we pray, we must find out who is the enemy, the weapon he's using, and what is the aim. Once you discover that, you are able to know the plans of the devil there, the weapons he's using so that you can bring them down, and be able also to know how to help the people, because that is a spiritual warfare that is required for every good soldier of the kingdom of God. And I'm really fascinated and impressed, as you have talked, Pastor Dan, about the role of prayer. And so if I'm understanding you correctly, that a person isn't prepared to go into battle without prayer. Uh, You can't go into a village where there is a stronghold or a strong man. You can't understand, as you went through these three things, who the enemy is, uh, what weapon he's using, and what is his aim. You can't understand that unless you are properly prepared, get your hold. In fact, as Paul writes in the uh, passage that Denise was sharing from Ephesians chapter 6 about putting on the full armor of God. And that's, can you tell us about the critical role of prayer in your life and in your, um, among your people in your churches? When, when we read this passage, you know, we might be thinking about some problems that we're having or some, some temptations or things that are going wrong. I don't think we usually think of it in terms of the life and death struggle, the huge battle between good and evil that you see. And, you you know, your preparation is through prayer. So tell us a little bit more about how that works and what that power is. Yeah, in the book of Proverbs, it says, if uh, anybody faints on the day of battle, your strength is little. Hmm. And um, anybody that goes for wrestling... You just don't do 10 push-ups on the day of wrestling. <laughs> okay. You must prepare six months earlier. Good picture, yeah. For you to be able to go there and be able to win. Anybody that wants to run a marathon, you don't just warm up on the day of marathon. You have to have six months of good nutrition, mm. uh, running, working out for you to be able to go there and compete. And so that's what happens with us when we go to a place. We... All, all, all the time, we have to focus ourselves and spend a lot of time. And this is how I do it most of the time, is I might send a team of 10 people, two by two, and tell them, go there, don't talk to anybody, look at the people, look at their behavior, 
and come back and report. So when they come and tell us how they saw, we kind of have a picture of what we are able to go there and do. And because of that, uh, what we do is we pray, ask the Lord to give us the weapons, ask the Lord to help us, and also tell literally God to weaken our physical ear and strengthen our spiritual mm. ear so that we can be able yeah. to see where the attacks are coming from. And that has worked out pretty good. That is such an important point right there. That whole idea of of believing that what you are hearing isn't just your own mind talking to you and giving you an idea that let's chew on that as a team. You are talking about listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit and knowing for sure that you heard what you think you heard. And actually, we are always on top of the mark because in our prayer room, we when we are going someplace, we say, let's pray. And then we tell everybody without discussing, write down what the Lord is telling you. And it is amazing. When we everybody reads out whatever somebody wrote, it is almost everything to the word. That is what God is telling us to do. Mm-hmm. And we are amazed by that. But at the same time, you sc- shared some scripture earlier that says this is exactly how we are told it operates. Yeah, because spiritual warfare is um, something that uh, every Christian should understand. Mm-hmm. Because the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy is comes like the angel of light. So most of the time, we cannot be able to detect him if we are, we are mm. not spiritually alert. Right. We might engage ourselves with the angel of the darkness, thinking this is the angel of light. And so because of that, we want the Lord to weaken our physical ability and strengthen our spiritual ability so that we can be able to detect when the devil tries to come in. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Peter. Peter was talking, and Jesus said, Satan, go behind me. He entered Peter literally there. So if Jesus will not even see it, he will go with what Peter was saying. But it was the devil that was performing through Peter there. Mm-hmm. And so as Christians, we also need to know that um, it is a very, very vital thing. That's why God says that a time has come and a time is now that those that worship me must worship me in the spirit and the truth. Mm-hmm. Because it's only by spirit we are able to hear the heart of God. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. As you were telling that uh, mm-hmm. strategy for going into an area and talking about the um, six months of preparation, and you send a team in to see how the people live there and maybe to discern what their issues are, maybe find out what uh, strong man or what uh, power is at work there. I was picturing maybe um, Joshua and Caleb going into the promised land, and they, they right. saw the exact same things that the other guys saw, the other ten. But they said, but God is with us. And so they saw the giants and the fertile fields and everything else. Is that is that a reasonable uh, comparison or a picture that you you can tell what the power is and what the what the uh, the evil, what the darkness is in the culture by sending your team in just as observers? Is that is that how that works? Yeah. Number one, you need to know the reason why we have church mm-hmm. is to be the light of the world. Yeah. So if we have to be the light of the world, we must be able to deliver as per the needs of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not everybody struggles the same way. We have to reach that man at the point of his tears. Right. We have to reach that man mm-hmm. at the point of his fight. 
We have to reach mm-hmm. that man at the point of his struggles. Yeah. So how do we do that? We have to identify each day his struggles right. for us to be, be able to be effective through their lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why the widows and orphans benefit so greatly from your prayers there in Kenya. Will you tell us more about how that program operates? I, we, we set up our audience and we said we have, we have something pretty special when it comes to uh, them hearing how your organization addresses those deep needs. Yeah, number one, that is my heart. I have over 300 intercessors, and the 300 intercessors are mainly the widows and the orphans. And when they pray, they are very genuine. And because of that, our ministry has been successful because of that kind of setup. But many years ago, God spoke to my heart, and he said, um, he, I, he, I was reading where Paul writes, and he says, even though I speak in the language of angels, without love, I am nothing. At that time, we were like 40 churches. I looked great. There was nothing that I needed. I looked, I was doing wonderfully. When I read that scripture, I went back to check that scripture like three times. And I found out also Jesus said, if you love me, you do my commandments. Then the Father will dwell in you and you'll dwell in my Father. And I will make myself manifest. So the only way for God, for Jesus to manifest in everything was to love him and love his commandments. So love was more hotter that made most people in the Bible to be great. When we came up with that, we found out we had so many women that came for prayer just to pray for a meal, pray for God to do something. Some of them's home were closed because they were in debt. They had not paid their rent. I say to the Lord, what can I do here? In that month, somebody from here sent me $1,000 just to, for personal use. And I say, I don't want to spend this personal use. This $100 can set up something to help somebody. We ended up sitting down with the board, and we decided to loan all the first widows, the first five widows, with $200, each one of them, to begin a business and work with a guy that is a very, very... He's a businessman in our church. He knows how to work on it so that they can repay without any charges with the promise that when they begin to succeed, they take one orphan to help us raise him. I want to make sure that's coming across to our listeners. It does. It bears yeah. repeating, Dan. Yeah. So uh, a widow qualifies for this loan. We would call it, in our understanding of things, we would call that a micro loan. Uh, uh, wait a and, second. Uh, $20. Would we even call it a micro loan? Well, it's two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred dollars. So what that does is it gives uh, a a widow um, materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know whether it's pottery or baskets or garden or something or goats or whatever it is. So you loan mm. that widow uh, two hundred dollars with the hope and expectation that with proper business training by that person on your team then they can uh, be productive and be self-sufficient and return that $200 back. But, and here's the key, (laughs) where Denise and I were grinning, we've never heard anything like this. If they qualify for the loan, once they start to be successful, you're going to give them an orphan, not just for a weekend, but to raise for the rest of that orphan's uh, childhood. 
correct. Yeah. And one of the things is we pray they be successful that they can in future our goal yeah, is yeah. they can take even three. We tell them okay. have a goal yeah. to have three or five. Yeah. Right. Take them. And so yeah. we pray for them to be very successful, teach them on how to tithe, teach them on how to put aside money for emergency, put aside money for this, and wonderful. You come there, you'll be shocked. That is so amazing to me. Now, how uh, these widows, I just want to dig into this a little bit more, uh, because in our culture, it would be really hard to find uh, a widow who would be you know, able and willing to take a one or two or three children. Um, because that's maybe not what they're looking for, and, and they might even have some of their own already. But how are these widows, how, are they receptive to this? Are they eager? How, how do they feel about uh, if, they're, if they're successful in business and they agree ahead of time that um, they're going to get uh, some, one or more of their uh, uh, African children to, to raise? How, how is that received in there? Number one, I primarily think that is why God called me into ministry. Yeah. And so I teach that religiously on how you want to see signs and wonders, then be able to help somebody, be able to mm. love somebody. Yeah. Mm. And then you'll be a living proof to what God can do. I preach that religiously. And I assume that when those uh, loans are repaid, then, then those, go, those are money that can, that can go out then to another widow so it just keeps multiplying. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Right now we have sixteen that have been um, are okay. really doing great. Have yeah. been able to receive the the loan. They love the church. They love the children, and everything. And so by that, I think that is, has been the best thing that God has ever put in my heart in these few years. Could you tell us a story about maybe one widow or one child that was? benefited and blessed. And I'm going to ask that we do that after our break. So we'll have our listeners hold on. Uh, we've got some great sponsors. We want to hear our uh, radio spots. And then uh, maybe you can tell us a story about one of those widows that is benefiting by that and how has uh, orphan children to raise. Can you do that? Yes, please. All right. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Thank you. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503 
807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. And we're back. We're going to continue. We're going to hear the uh, story that Pastor Dan's going to tell us. At first, we want to uh, say good things about our sponsors. And I'm telling you, the list is uh, growing, and I'm going to read uh, the ones that we have on this side of the show on part two. Uh, we have Media Marketing with Randy Sanford. We have Northwest Web Creation Company with Kelly and Ann Burbank. We have Legal Shield and ID Shield with Eric Cummings. We have Eastside Printing, one of our new uh, partners, a uh, great business and a great guy that, uh, that owns and operates Eastside Printing. We also have a couple of institutions, a couple of our favorites, Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University. And then this radio station is also partnering with us, KKPZ, along with Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest and Serving Our Neighbors. And uh, I'm anxious to hear the story, Pastor Dan, about um, because when you were talking about chickens and the different kinds of things that a micro loan or a small loan to a widow can change her life and make a difference. And then in exchange for that, when there is some success in her business, um, she takes on uh, a child or or two or three to raise for the rest of their childhood. Can you tell us a story about one that actually went through that process? Yeah, I have a wonderful lady. Uh, Her name is um, Mary, but she was a Muslim lady. Um, Her husband died. And she was hopeless. I was just on my way to church, and I met her, and she was in tears and dressed like a Muslim lady. And I stopped and asked, uh, Jesus knows what you're going through, and uh, is there a way I can help? And she said, my kid just got kicked out of school, and um, my house is about to be closed. I, as I speak today, I didn't eat dinner yesterday, and I don't know what to eat mm. now. And I said to her, I don't have anything in my pocket, but I have something that was like less than a dollar. And I said, I, I wouldn't like to give you this, but I would like to pray with you and help you. And so I gave her the less than a dollar that I had. And then after that, I prayed with her. I showed her the church. She came over, and I put her on fr- in, at the front to get a loan. She got the loan, talked to the landlord, said, give a patient. We are a church. We will try to help. Today, as we speak, her business has grown. She's not only selling chicken. She's also selling clothes. And the chicken that she sold, when they stopped laying eggs, she eats them during Christmas. So she doesn't have to go and shop and do anything. Just keep on buying more chickens and more eggs and doing other things. Now, the best thing is she has employed some of the widows because she has a very big uh, chicken coop. Not only that, she has six of our orphans 
staying with her. Mm-hmm. The Lord has blessed her. Mm-hmm. No longer called Miriam a Muslim lady. Right. She's called Mary because of that right. gesture. Wow. And so you came upon her and she, you said uh, that you wanted to know what her need was and had that conversation and you prayed with her and she had a dollar and so then she, she was able to qualify for your for your loan and now she has a thriving business, has employees and has six orphans in her home. Yes. That's she, the way that works. She has taken the six orphans, they are there. She's one of my strongest, strongest intercessors wow. from Muslim. Wow. From to Muslim. become a Christian. Yeah, I love that story. But that is beautiful. That is that is the way our God works, isn't mm-hmm. it? Look at those kids. They are now planted in a home with a woman who knows the power of God. You yeah. just talk about yeah. it, hasn't read about it, and says this is a good philosophy right. on life. This is somebody who knows it to her bones. You know, I'm thinking, as you were telling that story, I'm thinking about how real it is that God intends to uh, come into our lives and to meet our needs. And as you were telling that story, and you almost said it word for word, when Peter uh, came into the temple and there was a lame man at the gate, and he said, uh, Peter said, and the beggar was asking for some help and some money, some alms. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have... I will give to you. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. That was his need. Mm-hmm. His need was he was lame, and he could not walk. He couldn't, couldn't have a job. I, we don't know if he had a family or what, but what you're saying, Pastor Dan, is in these areas where there's a strong man, where there's evil, where there's witchcraft, where there's darkness, you bring the light of Jesus into those areas. You, you, you intersect them where their need is, and you bring them out of that darkness. And part of it is through your work among the widows and orphans. I, I love that, to see that God is at work powerfully where the darkness is the greatest. Amen. I love that. And I, I enjoy walking there with the Lord because that's the only place I see a lot of miracles. Yeah. Uh, we have people in our church today that we tell you God made them to be where they are today. Mm. Because there were nobodies, by the grace of God, yeah. God has been able to help them to be where they are today. With the time that we have left, I'm going to uh, make uh, a couple of appeals to our listening audience. And I, I just feel so right about this that I would like to do it beyond our regular listening audience. And we'll, I'll talk with you afterwards. So... Um, would you, Pastor Dan, be able to receive um, gifts? And I know you have an American church here in Washington State, right? Yes. And so people could be involved in your work by making a donation that would could become part of a loan so a widow uh, can establish a business. She has coaching. She has help from your business guy. And uh, in exchange for that, when her business uh, is showing success, then she gets to uh, bring in one or more children, uh, orphans. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me like such a beautiful thing that you're helping the widow and the orphans. And we started early on in the show with that reading from James. It says, this is true religion, that you visit or care for the widows and orphans. And that's exactly what you're doing. So I want to make sure that we have an opportunity for our uh, listeners to uh, send a gift. I mean, if mm-hmm. it's if it's $100 or $20 or $500, Let's uh, get that address so that how they would make out a check and how they would send it. So for someone who wants to help be a part of what you're doing in that region of the world, how would they, do, how would they make out the check? Let's start with that. 
Uh, they have to make the check to Word of Life Community Church. Word of Life. I'll say it in uh, yeah, Americanize so it. people Americanize it. Yeah. yeah, Word of Life Community Church. Which is in Newman Lake. Newman Lake. That is a tax-deductible okay. church. Tax-deductible. Uh, the address is 6703 North Idaho Road. Okay, New- 6703 North Idaho Road. Newman Lake. Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, Newman uh, Lake. Uh-huh. Washington. Washington. And the zip code is 97062. Okay, 97062. No, that's a, that's no? a zip code for... Well, I think. Um, okay, well, go to our website, uh, listeners, and uh, just fill out a, um, a form, uh, a contact form. And because uh, we want to make sure that those gifts get to the right place. I love it. In fact, I'm going to participate to help buy a chicken or buy some seeds for a garden or something. I got to get involved uh, because this is exciting when is you can exciting. bless orphans and widows, which is exactly what right. God wants us and to go do. Go to that website because it is even the website is exciting. Uh, yeah. Word of life dot org. Is that right? Uh, Word of life Kenya. Wordoflifekenya.org. Okay. Yeah. Org. O-R-G. O-R-G. Right. And uh, yeah, we have to Americanize some things here to make sure that <laughs> people are hearing it properly so we don't get uh, off track. But uh, if if some of this doesn't uh, isn't coming across clearly, go to our website, secondhalfnow.com. Fill in a uh, contact form, and uh, we will get every uh, bit of information to Pastor Dan and anything from him back to you if you're interested. I'm excited about this. Um I love it. Oh, and I want to say too, you have six hundred orphans in your in your orphanages. Did yes, I hear that right? Yes, six hundred orphanage okay. orphans. But every Saturday we feed them, and so they bring over one thousand. Over one thousand kids come for on, feeding every on Saturday. Saturday. Wow. Yes, for feeding. Yes. And so we had talked about um, kind of an unofficial. Uh, sponsorship, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not quite like World Vision or uh, uh, feeding the children or something. But anyway, if anybody would be interested in sending twenty-five dollars to feed a child for a whole month, or if you add five dollars to that and make it thirty, that would be enough for food and education for the books. Uh, thirty dollars a month, mm-hmm. or twenty-five just for food, and uh, that opportunity mm-hmm. is is so wonderful. I mean when. You can't even fill half a bag of groceries even at uh, Winco or Costco here for $25, but uh, I'm pleased about that too. So do you have an updated uh, piece of information? I do have that address with the correct zip code. Good, good. Let's hear it. I just wanted to add, you know, um, in Matthew, the Lord tells us this. He tells us, you know, when you are feeding hungry people Mm. and you are putting clothes on the backs of hungry people— you might as well be doing that for me. Right. Right? Good so point. This Thank is you for bringing that up. a great opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. In as much, the old uh, King James, I think, in as much as you've done this for the least of these, my brethren, right. you've done it Love for that. me. Love that. And here's a great opportunity to do that. So that address again is 6703 North Idaho Road, Newman Lake, Washington, 99025. That's the correct zip. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Gosh, we're going to have to wind it down. Let's see if there's anything else that, um, because we want to talk about how our listeners or any Americans can help in your work. Uh, And that's what I thought when I, when we first met a few weeks ago, I thought, man, Mm -hmm. our people need to know about what you're doing. Because for us, you know, we, 
$25 can go out of our wallet without even knowing what happened, you mm-hmm. know, but if we can mm-hmm. dedicate and designate that to help, because it really is changing lives. It's not just feeding stomachs, mm-hmm. that's true. and that's good in itself, too, right. mm-hmm. but it's it's bringing the light and life of Jesus to these people mm-hmm. in your villages, and you're supporting them with your prayer and your preaching and your teams and casting out demons and bringing down strongholds and mm-hmm. bringing the power of God into these places where witchcraft and darkness is pervasive in the land. And doing it through the very simple mechanism of a family. Amen. Right? Yeah. E- yeah. Equipping a family so that they can provide for themselves. And that's how the Lord does it. That's how he builds his community is one family at a time. And I believe that's the call of God upon me when I read in Isaiah where he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Mm -hmm. for he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Mm -hmm. I believe that that's one assignment that God called me to do, accomplish. Beautiful. And you're rising up to the task um, Mm -hmm. with 60 churches, and Mm -hmm. you see that growing. Will there be more? Yes, I have. If I open to my email today, you should see how many countries people are calling me. I have Malawi people that are just on my neck every day mm-hmm. saying, when are you coming? I have um, Malawi's case is more worse than even Kenya. And um, the case in uh, southern Sudan is horrible. Those me- women have kids mm-hmm. that they were raped. So they have children that they know their father mm-hmm. raped me to have. And so go there to heal their wounds and to talk to them and begin a ministry there that will protect God. And we are willing to do it. Well, Those are some of the deepest hurts yes. on earth. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Amen. That's going to have to do it for today. Pastor Dan Amakobe from Kenya and from the other nations where you are planting churches where God is using you and raising you and thousands mm-hmm. of others up to do his work, to bring his power and his light into the darkness of, of witchcraft and um, other areas of darkness. You're talking about a formerly Muslim woman who... Mm. And that's a whole other issue. We can't even talk about that. But uh, thank you so much for coming in, for taking your time with us today on Second Half Now. We will stay in touch, okay? Thank you so much. And thank like, you for inviting me. Absolutely. We'll maybe be able to have updates on our uh, website. And do you have um, a blog or an email distribution, updates and prayer prayer letters or anything like that that people could sign up for? Yeah, if you go to uh, my website which we are now updating it currently. Um, I have daniel at wolcommunitychurch.org, okay. which is my ministry email. Or if you want to have a personal, because that one everybody reads on the board, is ministry, finances, and everything. That mm-hmm. one is re- right there. When people give donations, they write there so that the board can be able to see and notice. But I also have my personal email, which is amakobe. A-M-A-K-O-B-E-J-E-F-F at gmail.com. My middle name is Jeffrey, so that's why okay. I use Amakobe Jeff at gmail.com. Okay, and that's the one that I communicated with yes. you and sent you the documents for the yes. show. And uh, if uh, folks, if you send something and it bounces or it comes back or you don't get an answer, just go to our website, and we'll make sure the connection is uh, is made there with Pastor Dan Amakobe from Kenya. 
Very happy to have you. God bless you, man. It's been great talking with you today. Thank you so much, you guys, for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. That's it for today. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. We are saying goodbye for now. We've got other great shows coming up. But until next time, we pray that God will bless you in such a way that you will live a life that honors Him and blesses others. So let's meet again right here on the website or live next Monday at 530. On the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.